Welcome back to the Cozy Cove. K1 here. K2 is not to sound like a an absent parent, but she's in front of a computer screen. Anyways, let me start by talking about where I am. Everything is so beautiful. It's so peaceful. The weather is so nice. I'm looking at this gorgeous pool. I was swimming in it with K2 not too long ago. Oh my gosh. I'm going to miss it here. We're leaving this weekend. Where to? I don't know. This is always our story. Where is KSD? Always our story. Anyways, I'm here reflecting, as usual. Enjoying all of this experience that we are having as we're in transition between China and the United States. <clears throat> Currently, the United States is just losing its shiznit. It's ridiculous at this point. You know, I just read something about the NBA possibly giving up the season. <laughs> All because of this coronavirus. It's funny, the reason we left China is for this reason. And now I'm just at a point where things are coming full circle. I'm really thinking about going back to China. Maybe not right away, but <clears throat> ultimately. Maybe if, if not China, just anywhere but here. I love this country. But you ever feel like you can love something and not be right in it? You know, I'm, I'm sure people feel this way about siblings, spouses. That's how I feel about the United States. Like, I love that, that I am a U.S. citizen. <clears throat> I love the privileges of, of a life, of liberty. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. But something about China so many things about China. The security of being in that country, even. I know that ultimately I'm going to be safe because, yes, there are a million cameras everywhere. You turn the corner. Somebody is going to be looking at you. Somebody is looking. But I like that. I've lost phones, money. And people have returned it into, you know, the authority stations. I just want to talk about where I was, say, seven weeks ago when I arrived versus now. It's like coming full circle. I was in, you know, what I come to realize are the stages of mourning. Those five stages of mourning, right? Where at, at first you're just angry. Is that the first one? Maybe? No. I, I think the first one is shock, right? <clears throat> shock and denial. So, yeah, I was in shock. Oh, not my China. Not my wonderful country of residents for six years no it's not that bad but but things just escalated so quickly and then I said oh okay let me let me make this move what I thought was the best decision and still do believe it was the best decision for me and my family let me pick up and leave so we left just like that we left we came here to the states came here to be with hubby dear old hubby has been holding it down and it's great i'm so blessed that we're out here and at least we're in florida the weather is so nice for the you know the end of winter early spring k2 had a wonderful birthday her birthday she's so gorgeous but then i got angry that's the next stage right just being angry. Like, 
you know what, China, this is all your fault. It's all your fault that you put yourself in this position where you guys are just completely helpless right now. Why? Why? Because you were too greedy. Greedy. It was Chinese New Year time and you didn't want to let that news out. Yeah, you already knew that, you know, it was already out of control in that city. And you said, well, but the holiday is coming and we don't want to mess things up for families and this is this is a bonding time this is a lovely time this is the money time sharing money greed i was just angry because greed you know let people take over but also on top of that just like i had to deal with my my landlord and my nanny my ai who i love love that woman she took care of me and my child for a year for our entire first year out there. Whew. She's an amazing person. But then she comes at me asking me for money. Oh, I, all my other friends, they got February salary. Oh, well, that's great that you guys, did they have a contract? Did they discuss that? Because we had no such thing. You worked for me for an entire year. I did give you double your salary. And you know there was a global crisis that shut down your country hence no work so I know you didn't have to look for work you know I, this, I was just angry I was angry that's where my head was a couple uh, maybe a week ago a week ago <laughs> maybe two weeks ago I don't remember time was flying but I was angry I was angry with her I was angry with just like you know m- the Chinese their minds go to money too quickly too quickly I understand it has made them extremely wealthy in a short amount of time but I you know it's just have a heart understand be empathetic yeah so I mean there are so many things I can go on as far as that topic of anger in China because there are so many things that I can discuss that you know has rubbed me the wrong way when I lived out there but I'm not going to get into bashing that country or their people because ultimately I was there for so long I you know I fell in love I fell in love with everything damn near everything so on that note moving on from anger before I get into a rant comes depression and letting go you know just let me just completely let go and I can't say I went into a depression because, no, that's just not the case. But a sadness, like a real deep mourning. Like, I I haven't felt that before. And it's crazy because I had it for a place. I had it for, you know, my life, a livelihood that I left behind. You know, just so abruptly. I didn't plan to leave China like that. I didn't, I looking back on it, I'm like, was I too rash in that decision? I do feel like I made the right decision in leaving and coming here. It's just everything has happened so fast. Everything is just escalating too quickly. I really wish my landlord had given me a, a little more wiggle room, given me at least a month or give me two months because that's what the security deposit is for in the first place, right? But she was pressuring me. And I know how the Chinese are when it comes to their money. So I said, take it, take it. And, you know, for whatever losses, sell what's in the apartment. I, you know, she took, she took over the apartment. So 
that was my letting go. For me to say goodbye to the apartment, I can't say where I brought home K2. I didn't bring her home into that apartment, but I, we spent a long time in that apartment. And of course, I left with all of the essentials, birth certificate and whatnot. But her, the onesie that I brought her from the hospital you know that's that's in that's in China it's in that apartment her made in vagina onesie <laughs> oh goodness so detachment for sure that was rough and then only this week have i started talking with other mommy friends my my melanated mama's group i've started getting in touch with a couple of people again just kind of following up hey how are you? How's your baby girl? How's your, how's your son? How are y'all doing adjusting? I'm happy that you're in your home country with your family, even though I'm sure your home country is wigging out just like my home country is wigging out. And now toilet paper is just MIA. <laughs> just kidding. No, it's not. But is it? I mean, just talking with them and getting an idea of where they are in their lives. Some some of them have started, you know, working again, and others are just, just like me, like maybe, I, I, maybe American life is too, it's too much, too much. How Americans are really good at playing, like everything is okay, but things are not okay. There's and invisible tension in this country and just being back here I'm like ugh I feel that tension and there it's just people are so over the top with customer service which I you know I respect being tr- being I like being treated with respect coming into a place and people acknowledging you but all the extra fluff no it's annoying especially when you're on the phone you just need to get in and out everything it's just, oh, well, you know, how, how, thank you for calling. And I hope that I served you very well today. And we look forward to having your business in the future. It's just uh, all of that kind of stuff. It's just, ah, uh, you are using up my minutes. And uh, there's just so many things, so many things. Everybody drives. Everybody, not everybody drives, but you, you know what? You get me. Like, I feel like I'm whispering right now because my neighbors might be possibly listening. But. Um, I, I miss being able to walk in China, walk everywhere. And I'm talking like, you know, five miles a day. Okay, maybe not five miles, but 20,000 steps. Easy, easy, easy. Here, maybe 35 steps a day. I mean, it's not that bad, but it's it's close enough. People here are so round. They're so content. And everything looks the same. I don't... Okay, now I'm I'm getting off topic. The morning part. Well, where is where does the morning come in? It it comes in at this stage where I'm really thinking about what I left behind in China. I'm thinking about how easy it was to get around with transportation, especially with a baby. And for me to be able to say that and know what that actual experience is and compare it to what I'm having to experience here in the United States. Oh, I mean, if I don't have a car, 
then what? How am I getting around? Sure, I can take buses, but like the buses that the routes are not, they're not very efficient. Timing is not efficient. Nothing is efficient. There's no pattern. I can't say that for every place. I can't generalize the whole country, but for the most part, the thought of even the the subway station in my city in Philly, ugh, like just irritates me to think about it because I come I'm coming from a city in China where things ran just so smoothly everything was so nice sure the food isn't as flavorful as it is here but there's plenty of options and I really like that the fresh food option is on every corner every corner there's food everywhere in China there's food everywhere fresh foods tons of vegetables and fruits so many people who are farmers just selling I mean a whole lot of this hype about this virus people were talking about the wet markets and now people want to you know slam China oh look at how dirty those wet markets are oh they're so dirty actually it's seafood I think you want your seafood as fresh as possible right and if you go to a market where they're selling seafood, it's going to be wet. <laughs> I just don't. Of course, there are some standards that do need to be checked out and make sure that you're not just buying from any old vendor. The same way that we do here, read reviews. <laughs> Talk to your fellow Chinese neighbor and get get the skinny, get the idea. What's going on with this vendor? Should I get from him or her? paying bills paying bills was complete in a cinch nothing being here I'm just like thinking about the only bill I have now really is my phone bill but if I were to rent an apartment get cable and really at this point you have to have internet and cable it's like bundles packages pay a cell phone bill pay a cable bill pay for utilities utilities i paid for all three of those utilities gas electric water it came to i lied to you not it was only 50 dollars a month for all three maybe 40 paying my cell phone bill was about 20 dollars a month this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking to my mama friends who I met out in China. We all had babies in China and then we all kind of said, let's get out of China because we don't know what's going to happen. We can't fully trust this nation because we know how they are with their own people. You think they're going to care about some black women with babies? So we left. So we made the right decision. But but now looking at where we are here in the United States, thinking about where we came from, even though we, there were so many headaches in China, just having to deal with life here versus what we know we can get by with just by showing people respect, speaking their language, minding our business, respecting their hustle, and doing our own hustle. Don't get it twisted. We were doing things, great things out there. It just makes me want to go back.
So that's where I am now. Fully accepted what has happened. Trying to use this reflective process to kind of propel me to someplace new, help me to figure out what what moves we should make. What moves are we going to make? What is going to happen in the next week? You know, with this coronavirus, things are changing so quickly. I can't imagine what will occur in the next week. I look forward to it, though. I definitely embrace it. I'm, I'm almost excited by it. I know I need to protect myself and my baby girl first and foremost. Hubby also. <laughs> like K1, K2. All the way. Let me go back and check on K, K2. <sighs> so, I'm going to sign off. Uh, thank you for listening to me somewhat ranting about my morning the morning that I'm having for China so tune in next time come and check me out here at the Cozy Cove I'll be here just continuing to embrace embrace the unknown that lies ahead of all of us really it's a beautiful thing I just wish that everyone would be well stay safe Stay strong, stay healthy, take whatever preventative measures that you need so that we can get through the next week, the next two weeks, even the next month. I know I'm going to. Until then, or until the next time, rather. Signing off. K1, out.